Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Selling on eBay radio show. We're here to save you money, to increase your sales, and to have fun. Whoa. The lines are open for your calls and texts. 1 833 eBay 723. That's 1 833 322 9723. This is Fake Announcer Guy saying, Here's Philip and Sherry. So that's uh, Sherry Smith and Philip Jackson to give you our full credentials. Uh, welcoming you along to another edition of the Selling on eBay radio show. Sherry is a uh, full-time seller based in uh, sunny Colorado. She's got three claims to fame. She's a very well-known consignment seller in Colorado. Her second point is that her inventory is guarded 7 by 24 by three dogs that live on the premises. And thirdly, she has the uh, fastest-running postman west of the Mississippi. Well, Philip has much more interesting guards, which are a gang of peacocks and alligators living near the happiest place on earth in mm-hmm. Florida. He went full-time on eBay 12 years ago and makes just enough money to on eBay to keep him afloat in cheap box Merlot. And his favorite place to brainstorm is Applebee's, and he's single-handedly keeping them in the black. Someone's got to do it. And it's the Selling on eBay radio show. The idea is that we help you run your eBay business, uh, maybe make you um, a little bit more profitable, maybe have some fun along the way too. Coming up in today's show, we have information about all sorts of things. Sherry, about uh, a new uh, innovation coming our way. Yes, an early Christmas present from FedEx. Ho, ho, home delivery. I see what you did there. Very good. Uh, and we ask, are you going to the Las Vegas Reseller Remix? Maybe we'll see you there. Are you sitting down? Yep. Another fee increase coming. Oh, no. And lastly, is it Auf Wiedersehen to eBay sales to Germany? Confusion seems to reign. And uh, that's what's coming up in this week's edition of the Selling on eBay radio show. You can take part if you like. Uh, Send us a text or a voicemail. Uh, 833-EBAY-723 is the number. That's uh, 833-EBAY-723. As we move on with the eBay news this week, and uh, as of now, by the time you're hearing this, the reseller remix tickets are on sale. They've got 400 available. Uh, Asking price is $345 American dollars. And this is uh, your chance to spend, uh, I guess, about three days in Las Vegas, hanging out with a whole bunch of other online sellers hearing presentations, having a good time, partying, etc., etc. Are you going, Sherry? I want to, but mm-hmm. some things have to fall into place for me to be able to, so I can't say yet. Ah, you're on Are the fence. You? Okay. I, yes, I have actually paid them the money already, so uh, I am going. I'm um, going to arrive uh, the Monday afternoon, so I'll be at the uh, the karaoke bar on the Monday night, and then I bust out of there. I get the overnight flight back on Thursday I'm so night, jealous. which is not my idea of fun, but there's really little point in paying an extra hotel night's hotel room and then get up at four in the morning to get the flight out the next morning. Might as well just bite the bullet and uh, <clears throat> spend the night on the plane. Uh, apparently, yes. um, they tell us that there's a dozen, maybe 15 eBay people in attendance, as well as all the usual raft of uh, sponsors and speakers. Don't know quite who they are. My guess is that Brian, Rebecca, and certainly we know that Griff is planning on turning up, Aww. plus some sort of functional folks from particular uh, departments of eBay, I would expect as well. So it'll be a good chance to uh, hang out with uh, eBay. And there's a couple of parties and some other stuff going on. And 
I didn't go last year. I kind of wish I did now, but um, it, it sounds like they had a really good time last time. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So maybe yeah, if you're going, uh, we'll, we'll see you there. So if you're wandering around and if you're lucky, you see an older looking guy carrying a microphone and looking a little out of place amongst all the um, millennial YouTubers, say hello to Griff for me. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> that should be me, of course. All right. Uh, what else have we got going on? Oh, yes. This is uh, time for my uh, my DJ link here. So, Sherry, uh, talking about Vicky and uh, Katie then. Yeah, they were featured in the eBay seller profile video. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? I did look at it. What was your thoughts? I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I liked everything about it. I also, mm-hmm. I also really liked their setup in the garage. Yeah. I mean, that looked like it was in the garage. Well, they if you I've been watching them on the, the YouTube channel and they've made a whole thing about how they moved home and they got this new house that was specifically geared around the needs of their, of their businesses. And they, they said that I think there was a film crew of seven people lived with them for two days in their house shooting wow. content for this three-minute, 30-second video. So they were taking shots, I guess, of the storage, the systems, the shipping, the labeling, all that stuff. I saw a label. But it wasn't really the the point of the piece. It was more of a romance story. Yeah, it was. That they probably could have shot anywhere and just done a few cutaways to some photographs and things. Um, But uh, maybe they'll keep the rest of the stuff in the can next time they want to do a, this is what a seller shipping operation looks like. They'll dust it off and re-edit it. Yeah, but, uh, it was well, interesting the, how much how focused it was and the angle they took in the end. True, but the backdrop was their eBay operation mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. their house, so and that's how they met. Mm-hmm. So I thought that fit really well. Um, and I've met them. Have you met them? No, I'm looking forward to seeing them uh, in October. Yeah, that's great. Well, I hope that I can go because. If for nothing else, the karaoke night, the first oh, night. Oh yes, all right. But um, they're they're really nice. Do you have a nice. song that is your 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 go-to? Or, or... Wonderful by Everclear. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> I'll be sure to take an MP3 or something with me just in case to make sure they've got it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> all right, so that's Vicky and Katie uh, featured in a, in a stellar promo. And it's interesting because it's it's more of a personal slant than I think a lot of them are. It, a lot of them sort of yeah. try about the business and this, that, and the other. And there really wasn't a lot about their business apart from the sort of the backdrop side of things. I think. Yeah, truly nice. a love story. Yeah, and also about eBay community. It was nicely done. It's it's worth a look. I don't know quite where it is. If you search on the eBay seller profile, whatever it is, there you'll find it there. Um, so good luck to them. Thank you for doing that. And also in eBay news this week, uh, oh, bad news. We've mentioned it before. When you get an email from the folks at PayPal that just says two paragraphs, oh, we've changed a few things, just to let you know, don't worry about it. Those are the messages you need to pay very close attention to because they're hiding something. So you've got to follow the link and see what on earth they have changed. And if you do that, you'll find a couple of things have been changed. And it's effectively, to my mind, an increase in their rates. The main changes are, firstly, is that they're doing away with the personal payment arrangement if you're a business. Because people used to use that to try and avoid paying the commission percentage. They'd say, well, rather than send it to me as you were buying a good or service, just mark it as a personal payment. And then PayPal wasn't charging the commission. And they felt that was, I guess, a loophole. Um, 
as a buyer, I, I, I never liked doing that because it means that if there was some kind of problem, you were waving away your ability to um, uh, make a dispute later on. Yeah, the other no thing that has changed, and this is where it might bite you, I think a lot of people use PayPal around the edge of eBay because with eBay, you can't just send someone a request for money. You can take a payment for a, for a purchase, but uh, you can't just say, send me an extra 20 and I'll, I'll send it out today or whatever. You have right. to do that via PayPal. So the commission rate for invoices, which I guess is kind of where this arises because you're sending out a request to the buyer. That's now gone up to 3.49%. Starting to get expensive. Wow. Um, and bear in mind, too, that not only is it 3.49%, that doesn't include your protection for things like chargebacks and seller protection and stuff. If you want that, uh, you pay extra for that. So that's another 0.4% or 0.6%, or depending on which option you take. So we're now talking about PayPal commissions just to send an invoice to someone of uh, about four, over 4%, potentially. That's amazing. I remember when my PayPal rate was 2.2%. Wow. You're and that was going back a while. It is going back a while. Yeah. But it's also, it was a, I think their normal rate was 2.9%. Yeah. It and was, mine was, was I think 2. it was 2.9 for a long time. And if you sent them a nasty email saying you were thinking of pulling the plug on them, it went down to 28 and you and I think I think if you had decent volume, you might get them down to two point seven, and they they basically were happy with that. And that yeah. included seller protection. That was included the the raft of things, the fraud yes. detection. They'd tell you if there was a problem, if the, it was a chargeback due to a fraud or something. They at that cost themselves. Now that's no longer included, unless you want to go up to four point something percent. So, do you um, think that merchant account people who have a merchant account that their fees have gone up comparably? Um, I think the merchant account is 2.99 from memory. Oh, so it has you mean like, a little bit. like not with PayPal, but just the, with the confusion is taking the, your own credit PayPal cards. PayPal checkout is also 3.49, and I'm not quite sure exactly what that embraces. And then there's the merchant account, I think is 2.99 plus the 0.4 or 0.6. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's ratcheting up, certainly. Okay, I have another little question for you. Go on then. Do you think this is tied just to like the Fed's increasing interest rates, or is this totally unrelated? I think, uh, personal opinion, uh, mm -hmm. standing by for flames to come at me, um, <laughs> that eBay and Pay PayPal for a while, and certainly eBay, thinks that the small seller is inelastic to price. In other words, you can put the price up and the small seller's not going to be going anywhere. They don't have a lot of choices. Mm -hmm. And I think we're regarded as, as captive. And eBay said openly that they're trying to get their, their take rate up from you know where it is now, about 12%, up to closer to 15 over the space of the next year and a half. Um, because I guess they figure that the, we'll pay it. Now, yes, they're restricting themselves to categories where they think they have a strong proposition. But... Yeah, I, I I don't think it's their costs have gone up by that much. Okay. I don't think fraud has suddenly exploded any more than it has <laughs> before. Um, interest rates are going up. Generally, that means banks make more money than when interest rates are lower. So in theory, there's a little bit more margin to play with there. So I, I think it's just, to be honest, they sit there and go, okay, well, how do we make more profit? Well, the answer is go after small sellers because they have no other choices. Yeah, 
They have no negotiating leverage. And that applies to eBay and PayPal, in my view. And yeah. I, I'm not saying that's... I would be doing the same thing if my bonus was geared to eBay's earnings. I'd be thinking along the same lines. I mean, I can't say different. And I know with eBay, when you do have someone who wants a different expedited shipping or something, and there's an extra charge, you have to go through PayPal. But with Shopify, I'm assuming you're using PayPal there. Shopify, and I think this is probably similar with the other sort of big web store platforms, they have their own payment system, which is just a, a white-labeled version from Stripe. And really? you can have the option of enabling PayPal. Um, I turned it off recently because of the, the, the ratcheting, spiraling fees on PayPal. I just thought, I mean, people, a lot of people overseas like it because it handles international payments pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I might consider doing PayPal on a one-off basis if someone really can't get it through the system otherwise. But... Um, um, I'm trying to think what the commission is. I think it's 2.7%, something like that, uh, on the pay, on the Shopify regular payment system. It depends what level of store subscription you have. It goes up or down depending on okay. how, much, how much you pay a month. But let's say 2.7. So that's much more reasonable. Yeah. Um, you are on the hook for things like chargebacks, though. So okay. it's up to you to look at an order and go, well, I think this is too risky. And it tells you, we're getting way off topic here, but it, it tells you, you know, does the address match their address? Is the CCV number right? Is this, have they been tooling around on the site? Is this the third time they try to make a payment? You, you have a certain amount of information to to make that judgment, but ultimately it's your call. And if you get it wrong, and I've, I've made that mistake, uh, and they say it's a fraudulent transaction, you're out pockets so. okay so shopify doesn't offer seller protection i believe that's a chargeable extra okay uh you can buy insurance i know um, how you feel about buying yeah. insurance though. well you see i sell to professional people um i i don't get a lot of consumers and usually i can just look at i mean most of the stuff goes to radio stations so it's very, i just run the thing through google and if a picture comes up with a bloody great big tower <laughs> 200 feet <laughs> with a big transmitter aerial on top i go well that's probably a pretty good it's a pretty good match i think that's probably a legitimate <laughs> legitimate purchase um so uh yeah I, I i can pretty much divine i think looking at the order whether and, and to be honest my stuff is not that liquid it's not easy to sell i struggle to sell it and i know what i'm doing you know, if you were just trying yeah. to scam me, what would you do with, you know, uh, a five-band broadcast audio processor? I don't know how you – you can't get down the pub and say, excuse me, do you want to buy a processor? There's just no one's going <laughs> to buy it. So um, I, I think I'm relatively – the risk is small, but it's out there. Yeah. And, yes, when I've lost money on stuff, it's because it's been more of a consumer-type item. Okay. Okay, well, we got kind of stuck on that one. That's the Sorry, uh, that's PayPal. That's my fault. That's, that's fine. Uh, so that's PayPal increases. Just watch out for those letters from PayPal saying this really isn't very important. Uh, you don't need to worry about it. Uh, we've made some changes. Those are the ones you do have to worry about. And Germany packaging, there's a lot of confusion here. This is some crazy news. Have you heard about it? Uh, I've heard. Well, it's been well, in the days when they used to have the Ask Us Anything questions on the chat session on eBay, whatever they call it. This was coming out. This has been coming up for some months. And it's been clear as ditch water as to what the heck is going on with this. And I'm not sure anything's really improved a lot. <laughs> no, I don't think so. They talked about it, Griff and Rebecca talked about it on the eBay for Business podcast. Oh, I was listening to that. And it sounds like the date 
uh, the deadline for this is July 21st, 2022. And right. um, sellers who want to ship packages, even when selling on eBay um, to Germany, have to register with Lucid Database and obtain an account number to license their packages. Um, all of it's very unclear. Griff said it's the most confusing thing he's ever tried to do. <laughs> um, you have to make sure you're using recyclable packaging, which cardboard I'm sure is recyclable. I guess you get to tape it shut. Um, I don't think a poly mailer would be. Uh, would it? I guess it depends on how efficient your recycling system is. I mean, anything's recyclable if you want to throw enough time and money at it. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very weird. I can understand why they might be targeting you know, manufacturers of TVs or something and they send these things out with great big polystyrene blocks inside and that may be bad for the environment. And I don't know. It makes sense to go after those guys. But to go after the, the, the small one-of-a-kind seller and drag them into this, I don't really understand that. No, yeah. Not as anyone else by the sound of it. I know, um, and I imagine that buyers in Germany are going to be frustrated not being well, able the, to the, the, buy Well, I, I, it's not clear, but it sounds like if, if you don't spend 40 euros or 39 euros, which is thick end of $40, um, uh, going through this process, and I don't know quite what it changes other than money changes hands, and get your magic number that you type into your eBay account, they're kind of implying that they will turn you off as far as the German market is concerned, which I don't—I could live with that because I don't get that many orders from Germany, not since the euro went down in 2008. Um, I don't either. It seems, it seems strange. Um, I understand kind of what they're trying to do, but it just seems, you know, very, very complicated. So is their goal to um, cut down, to be environment friendly and... Is that their goal? They're trying to just make sure that any um, materials that come in are recyclable? Well, I'm afraid my German isn't really up to snuff, so <laughs> I don't really know what, they, what, they, what they're saying. I yeah, think it's I an attempt know. to try and pressurize people who produce large numbers of items in big bulky packaging to use materials that are more easily recycled. I don't understand what this process does in terms of you get the magic number, how that might change how you or I would send something out the door, I don't think it's going to make any difference. Yeah. Um, I, it does seem to be the 40-odd euros is the entry-level price because I think I just put in a totally minimal amount of volume into their tool thing and it said your, your, your number's going to cost you 39 euros or some such. A year? Uh, yes, I think it's a year. So that's $41 something. And I, at that point, I thought, I don't think I'm really that interested in selling to Germany, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because because you know what's going to happen. You're going to get an email from someone who says, uh, Johnny German's going to write to you and say, I, I want to buy widget number X. eBay says I can't do it. Well, you know, I'll take the order somewhere else, to be honest with you. I'll find a way of doing that. Yeah. And I'll just use a route that doesn't get caught up in this whole process. Oh, so I don't okay. think I'd lose that many sales if they're really that if they're that excited to buy the stuff. If I'm really honest with you. Oh, okay. Like it won't get turned down at customs. Um, <laughs> well, that's a whole different story. I've got 
war stories about that, but that's a different thing. I don't know. Uh, who knows? We don't. I mean, the first one, we, you know, we'll learn as we go. We'll, we'll report back. If anyone else has had yeah. any experience of this, please, uh, you can send us a text or a voicemail if you like. The number's 833-EBAY-723. That's 833-EBAY-723 if you have uh, experiences at your end of this. Or you have a theory how to uh, how to win at this particular game, because... Uh, it does seem that even the folks at eBay seem to be scratching their heads a little bit, figuring out exactly what this means and, um, you know, how to get around it. Yeah, definitely. Very good. So it's a Selling on eBay radio show. Philip and Sherry with you, trying to take you through the uh, eBay news. Sorry, not providing much insight on some of these stories, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. Uh, we, what we do know, uh, vaguely, is that eBay is very strongly hinting that the what they call the old listing flow, you know, the web form where you type in all your details and, and um, uh, place your listings, is being retired. They, the assume was the word they used in the most recent briefing. Um, and I think they've changed their tack a little bit. Rather than just telling us that the new one is so much better, you just got to get used to it. Um, some humility has, I think, taken hold. And they are now saying, well, we're listening very, very carefully. Please do give us your comments when it says... Give us your feedback. We do try and um, take that into account. So that's what they're doing, they claim. They say that they've designed the flow so there's fewer secondary windows. So they're perhaps heading more towards the, the cluttered screen that sellers actually quite like. At least yes. the experienced sellers. The new sellers hate it. So it's, it's a one-size-fits-all and probably pleases nobody solution. And I haven't tested it yet, but they've, they've claimed that they've made the whole HTML editing window a lot better. Because when I looked at it, everything was just sort of super concatenated and compressed together, which, I mean, HTML is not really my bag at the best of times. And if you take away all the line spacing and everything, I find it even harder to work with. And apparently they say that's been improved. I would like to try it, but I think I read somewhere that once you now go to the new flow, that return to the old flow option is no longer presented to you. So I'm going to try and do this on an account that I don't really care very much ah. about and see whether it does lock me into the new thing without, you know, giving me the route back. Oh, I've been using it, mm. and, and that's because I wanted to be able to add a video yeah. uh, to a couple of listings, and that's been really nice. And also, it's much more efficient for my photo adder, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, my employee who's doing the photos. It's, it's a lot faster. So two things I noticed is that, yes, they've cluttered it back up for us upon mm -hmm. okay, uh, earnest request. And uh, the items specific seem to be all laid out to where you don't have to click into them to open them up. You oh, can just okay. see them all there. Mm -hmm. The other thing I like, though, is on delivery with shipping, if you wanted to add another service, mm -hmm. even if it was domestic, you had to go open it up go below domestic, below international, choose add shipping, and then choose whether you wanted to add domestic or inter international. Mm -hmm. And that was just not intuitive. Now, you don't even have to open up the screen right under the domestic shipping. They have a plus sign. It says add domestic service. Mm -hmm. So I really like that. That's much more helpful. You don't have to go into it. The gal in, that on know, the call, who I think is the user interface person for this, said something about... Um, yes, doing doing some big improvements on how the shipping was being taken care of. So that would be that, certainly. Have yeah. you had a, have you had a cause to try and go backwards and forwards between old and new lately? Is, is it true that you can't go back? or you haven't I haven't done it that? 
lately, but I was doing it a lot before. So I can't say for sure whether I can still go back and forth, but um, no, I haven't tried that lately. Okay. All right. Well, again, if you have um, experience of this and maybe some uh, workarounds or ways of making life easier and you want to share it, we, we'll take a, a voicemail or whatever. That's fine. 833-EBAY-723 is the number for that. And uh, some good news perhaps to finish on the eBay news, Sherry. Yes, FedEx is moving to photo delivery confirmation ah. and they're going to roll that out nationally by Christmas. I think that's great because then when someone says it shows as delivered, but I didn't get it, mm -hmm. then that helps back us up too. I think it's nice because you can also see where it's delivered. So not only because sometimes these guys have a idea, funny idea as to where they think the best place to leave it is. Um, so I can see, oh, that's the garage door. I didn't think of looking for it there. Oh, oh my goodness, that's right under where the rain tips off the roof and makes everything wet. I'm going to call my neighbour and see if they could go rescue it before the clouds open at four o'clock every afternoon like they do here in Florida uh, this time of year. Um, so, yes, I, I think that's great. Um, of course, it does open the floodgates a little bit that someone might say, well, that's not my house. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess you could have that debate with someone anyway under the old system. Oh, so. yeah, that's true. So I'm hoping this just comes through as part of the normal flow because I know with FedEx to get a signature, you have to kind of log on to the thing and you have to put your account number in, then it will send you the PDF. And, you know, it, it's okay if there's a dispute, but I wouldn't, you know, it's kind of a hassle to do that for every order. Uh, hopefully this is like Amazon where they just get an email saying it's been delivered and there's the photo. Yeah, that'd be nice. Have you had any packages with FedEx that you've had to dispute huh. while they're under this new, you know, great arrangement with eBay? New great arrangement. Well, what I mean is uh, ever, ever since FedEx has been integrated with eBay. It's a well-prepared show, by the way. We know exactly where we're going. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You can tell, right? <laughs> um, I guess what, I'm, what I want to tell you is that I have, um, this was during when COVID was more of a disruption as far as deliveries, but I had an item that was damaged that was $600 and FedEx wouldn't let me discuss it with them or dispute it with them. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I'm getting confused. Now you really know we're not, that it, this is not uh, prepared. Um, what, it, what it was, was they charged me on a certain dimension, but it made the cost $30 more. And I was sure it was a smaller dimension. And I, they could not discuss it with me. And that is the problem, I think, with going through something like eBay's shipping system. The rates are generally very good. Right. But if there's some kind of dispute, like, and it does happen sometimes that their system mismeasures something. That 20-inch item gets measured at 48 inches. The laser scanner just had a glitch or something got in the way or whatever. And you suddenly got an oversized two surcharge slapped on your account. Um, you know, you're not the account owner. You have no contract with FedEx. So, you know, it's between eBay and FedEx. So you've got to track someone down at eBay and see if they're willing to then take that up with FedEx. And to be honest, that's a hard thing to do, even if you are the FedEx account owner, because they don't make it easy to query query no. anything. I mean, they'll make it worth – it's 45 minutes on the phone to get anything adjusted. Exactly. And, and the online dispute thing, yes, you can, you can file a dispute, but there's about four characters to write your case in. 
and it's it's very hard to do so you have to basically just commit to a, a large period of time on the phone so going through ebay to do that would be doubly complicated potentially although i haven't had cause to do it so i might be yeah. um i tried being unfair and you just i know i tried mm-hmm. so first i was on the phone with fedex for right about 45 minutes getting to the person that i needed mm-hmm. who had the authority to do it only to find out after they said yes they said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't even speak to you about this because mm-hmm. you're not the account owner. Right. And even though they had been speaking to me the whole time that we were working on this. So I had to, I called eBay, but the thing is, is that when I did call eBay, they were like, hmm, well, I'll put in a request mm-hmm. for someone to contact FedEx. Mm-hmm. There was no flow to that and no, like, we'll get back to you or anything. Mm-hmm. So... Um, since then, when I've also been noticing that UPS rates delivering to many, most of the places, sometimes they're not better than FedEx, but lately they've been better. I've just switched over to UPS more now. UPS has um, been going after the residential deliveries more aggressively than FedEx, I think. FedEx has, I think the way it, the, the way the rates are working right now is that I think UPS has either waived or greatly reduced the residential surcharge, certainly for eBay packages and maybe across the board. But for very large packages, FedEx has a better dimensional weight divisor. And we'll get into that some other time because we're running late. Uh, but it makes very large packages where you're being stung for dimensional weight um, maybe a bit better with, with FedEx for home delivery. So... But the trick is just run the run the calculator and see what comes up at right. the best rate because it can vary. And you, sometimes FedEx two day is cheaper than you know UPS ground. I mean, it's just there's no That's rhyme crazy. or reason to it. Um, and I don't think people really mind whether you send it UPS or FedEx. I don't think that many people these days fuss between the two of them too much. No, I've had one once. Um, but yes, it's it is. It, it, I had one recently where the buyer decided they were going to handle the they were going to file a claim with FedEx for something they thought had been misdelivered even though obviously it's my account and that royally screwed up the whole thing completely because I had a trace on it running with the trace department and we were getting somewhere with it and they were sharing with me the GPS data and stuff like that that I was really beginning to figure out what might have gone on the buyer decided they were had a better chance of getting money off FedEx if they filed a, compl- uh, a, a, dis- a financial dispute claim for a loss package. And in the world of FedEx, the claims department trumps the trace department. So my oh. trace request that I'm making good progress and getting to a solution on now gets kicked into the claims department. The trace department will no longer talk to me because it's no longer their case. It goes into the claims department. The claims department says, oh, well, this claim is for the full purchase price of the item, 600 and something dollars. I don't insure with FedEx for the full purchase price. I just take the risk beyond the first $100 myself. So they just kicked it out and said, denied. Uh, value of claim exceeds insured value, ding. So this this buyer uh, really just trashed their own case because they didn't know what they were doing. They have no they have no idea what my relationship with FedEx is, how I care to offset the risks of different amounts of money and stuff. It's none of their business. By by sticking their oar in and and firing off a claim which FedEx will accept um even though they do say that they have to get my permission to respond to it. 
it just it just tanked the whole thing, and it further it just resulted in them having less chance of getting their money than if they just left it with my hands. So there you go. Wow. That was a bad outcome for them. I think I yeah. just did that limp through without losing my money on that one. But it was a, it was wow. a close, close call. All right. Anyway, Will, um, uh, that's the eBay news for this week. A few other uh, points of interest coming up in the world of eBay. Uh, but first of all, let's see if we can recruit a guest to be on the show. Okay, so Philip and Sherry clearly aren't experts. We need your help. Will you be a guest on the show? Is there something about selling on eBay that you can share? We'd like to have you join us. Contact us. www.sellsellsell.online That's www.sellsellsell.online Thank you for being part of the show. And we do have uh, some guests uh, that are in the works. Can't give you names yet, but it's uh, we've got some interesting folks at eBay willing to take part with us. But they, there's a certain amount of uh, preamble and process to go through to get anyone from eBay the corporate uh, consent to actually be on. Even a minor transmission such as ours seems to defeat the system. So anyway, we've got a bunch of people in the uh, in the in the sausage machine, and they'll be popping out the uh, the uh, the business end of the machine at some point fairly soon, and then we'll get them on. The, in the well, meantime, we'd-, we'd love to have you join us to fill in that gap. Yes, we better get them on before they listen to the show. Yes, yes, or we do a couple of good shows at some point in the future when we get around to doing it. So they've got something to work with. All right, uh, let's have a look here. Yes, also in the news this week, and I and I think a lot of people do try and keep up with this whole cyber stalking business, and and, and we're not going to get into the whole history of it. But I'm I'm sure if you were to Google eBay and cyber stalking, there'll be a lot of interesting stuff that will come back at you. Uh, so. Uh, the state of the civil case, I mean, the, the criminal case, everybody that's been accused has pled guilty by now, and it, we're moving into the sentencing phase. On the civil case, um, <clears throat> obviously a 90-something page complaint has been filed, and the first sort of response from the folks uh, on the receiving end of that is to try and make a case that there should be summary dismissal of some or all of the counts because... The, they argue the thing isn't thick enough even to go to court. This is a waste of time. court's time. We're obviously not guilty. Would the judge please just kick it out? So uh, there's a bunch of these uh, responses in the system now. I've been looking at the two as regards to the two senior eBay executives that were involved because I think that's of interest to uh, folks like us. And so this is Mrs. Messrs. Weimer and Wenig. In the case of Mr. Weimer... They're basically both taking the same tack that they it wasn't us, Gov. It was, you know, people have totally misinterpreted things that we might have said. <laughs> In the case of Weimar, you know, there's there's various quotes on, on text messages, I want to see ashes and take as long as it takes and whatever it takes and stuff like that. And he's basically saying, well, I, I, I misunderstood, obviously, by everybody. What I really was talking about here was eBay's response to the auction by its website and not the people concerned. And this was just an issue to deal with how we should respond to the site and the publication rather than the people, obviously. You know, anyone can see that, right? Uh, so it shouldn't be going forward to any kind of um, jury trial. I mean, I personally think there's a lot of stuff there that is bears a certain amount of scrutiny. And I think it could be well argued that the interpretation of some of those remarks is best left to a jury and not something the judge could unilaterally decide on. I mean, I'm no legal expert, but it, it reads to me like there's a case in there somewhere. So 
I don't know where that will go. Obviously, we'll let you know as and when we find out. But I, I think there's something there that is something that I think the jury should hear if it gets to that stage. Uh, when it comes to Mr. Wenig's response, he's in the paper trail, pretty well detached from everything. Um, the only quote that they've been able to find is the words, take her down. And it's not really clear quite... He's, he says that's not talking to the guys that are now waiting sentencing. That's in no way directing them to do anything, and therefore there's total separation um, of him from the actions that the people that uh, are facing facing sentencing. And I think, to be honest, his case is a much harder one for the prosecution to, to go after. There really isn't a, a smoking gun type paper trail. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how the judge rules on that. I, 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 unless the Mr. Weimer decides to open up his mouth and, and somehow provide more information than is currently available, then uh, I don't know. I, I think the case against Mr. Wenning is fairly weak, at least on the basis of what's been filed so far. But maybe again, maybe the, the court will take the view that's something a jury should decide. But um, the paper trail is not particularly strong. And if you look at the, yeah. the write-up of how eBay handled it, they really said that there was nothing, no criminal breadcrumb trail to Devin Wenig uh, and that his voluntary resignation was accepted. But um, it, it wasn't a case of they could prove anything. Yeah, and in criminal cases, they have to have an overabundance of evidence and I think the civil claim, I think, is more like preponderance or balance of evidence. So, um, you know, but even so, I, 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 unless there's new data that comes in from depositions and stuff, maybe maybe there will be. Um, right now, there's not a lot, at least in the complaint, um, uh, to make that stick, in my opinion, as a complete lay person with no, no legal training. But <laughs> it's an interesting reading it, but it's just, you know... There you are. That's that's the that's the status. We'll track it. Let you know if any more documents get uh, get filed. And moving on to something completely different, eBay is beginning to ramp up the uh, the big push to try and um, uh, get us all to sign up to get an eBay Open. Right. That's right. So the eBay Open latest news: it's twenty dollars uh -huh. to attend the three in-person events, and they'll give you a twenty dollar gift card right when you arrive and those are let's think remember there's there's new york and la la and i think houston it was it houston the other one i yeah. probably should have looked I so. okay i believe I new york remember. la and houston they, I, I don't quite they did people did ask if there was going to be other locations and they said to be honest let's just for this year we're going to stick with the three um big events and that works for us and we'll see how yeah. that goes um and they're asking the, sellers to host events themselves. A questionnaire did come out um, to people that I think were more involved with the meetup circuit saying, hey, any of you guys interested in hosting something at, at your place? So is Smith Towers going to be opening up for uh, the Great Unwashed to come in and, and see the eBay presentations? You know, I mean, I'm game. We could we could do karaoke here. I do have a karaoke machine. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but <laughs> then I don't lovers. know... If I don't know if anyone would ever speak to me again if they heard me sing. So, okay. So, yeah, they're asking if people want to have little um, viewing parties on that last Friday afternoon. I, I personally won't be, uh, I don't think, doing anything, but uh, that's just me. I'm a, I'm a recluse. So, um, uh, yes, $20. And apparently to sweeten the deal, I think they're more worried about people 
signing up in their thousands to be at these events and then it's raining or whatever and they don't show up. So the deal is, if I remember rightly, they're going to ask you for $20 to get a ticket to attend the event, but when you arrive, the goodie bag will contain a $20 eBay gift card. That's great. So it's not really charging $20. It's just to make sure that the majority of people show up. And that's fair enough, I think. Yeah, just getting a commitment. So that's what we know about eBay Open. We're hearing rumblings that uh, there'll be some um, seller presentations during the event itself. Uh, we may have some more information on that in the future. Can't say anything right now. Silence the other end of the line. And um, we also uh, believe there'll be the same thing about networking rooms, where some people will be hosting networking rooms uh, sort of after the main presentations finish. Uh, on different topics or different locations where you could uh, network with people who share a common interest in something or maybe uh, in your particular area. So that's what we know. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of other stuff they are planning and they're not going to tell us till nearer the time. Um, I think there will be a big push to get people to sign up. Uh, I think they're going to open for tickets fails fairly soon, but the push will probably happen sort of August, September time. You'll see a lot more stuff and, and details of exactly what's taking place then. Anything else we know? I think that's probably covered it. I think that was it. All right. Very good. Um, and uh, another thing that uh, happened to me this week, and I, I and I, it's one of those things, do you think, is there a bug or is this a, a new feature they're testing on me? Maybe I'm in the 1% super sneaky early trial because eBay doesn't like to use us as, un, as unwitting and unpaid guinea pigs for uh, for new ideas. I was trying to uh, buy something or looking at buying something on the site, and you know how um, you can have an auction and a buy it now, and what happens is that if you if, if someone bids on the auction, the buy it now option goes away with the first bid. Right. And that's actually quite useful because one of my bidding strategies sometimes is if I think the buy it now is something I'm kind of interested in, but I just need to go do a bit more research on that, or maybe I need to contact my, a potential buyer to see if they want another one of these things, I'll put a bid down straight away. I'll go do my research, and I can always, within limited volumes, cancel that bid, and the buy it now comes back up again. Okay. Uh, so I... Not in vast quantities, because that would be against eBay's rules. But every, every now and again, I think that's a really good buy it now, but I just need to go do some more research on it, or I'm about to go and pick someone up from the airport. I can't do this now. Plonk a bid down, be the first bidder, get rid of the buy it now, and then come back, cancel the bid, buy it now comes back up, boom, buy it. Aren't you um, a clever one? I don't, I don't think that's too illegal. It's a little on that. But I have, lots, I have lots of little sneaky workarounds for, you know, the, the, just the way the real world works. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, so this, this is based around the idea that when you place a bid, the buy it now disappears. Well, on this particular item I was looking at, it didn't work like that. I put a bid on the item and the buy it now was still there. Um, ah. Now, was that just a bug that... The site was running strange that day, or have they are they testing the process to somehow allow the buy it now to remain as an option for some period of time? I don't know. Is there some sort of a ratio relationship that says until that whilst the bids are less than sixty percent of the buy it now, the buy it now. I, I don't know. It's it's it was weird to me, and I didn't really 
vastly try and experiment with it, but it was a different flow. And I think I sent you the link so you could verify I wasn't going completely insane. Um, and uh, so I haven't seen it since. So I, I don't know whether that's a bug or a feature, but if you do auctions and you do buy it nows, uh, you might just want to keep an eye open for that. It might, you might get someone who tries to buy from you and gets really confused by this or one yeah. does ask you what go, what's going on and, and you may have no idea like me what, what on earth this is happening because they don't tell you when they when they test stuff on your business. <laughs> you just find out the hard way. Um, Interesting. So they didn't announce anything about it, though. So it seems like it's well, be unlikely. Going off topic, one of the things that, if we ever get someone from sort of eBay development on, one of the questions I think we should ask is, how, how difficult would it be to have some kind of change log on the site that says, okay, as of today, this has been changed, or we're testing this, or we're doing that. And there's a link to leave a comment or message the person who's running that project. Yeah, it would be a pretty big document, but any other organization, and they don't even have it internally either. I mean, you know, let alone for us. Um, no one seems to know what's going on. I mean, countless times, you know, the community people have, have no clue what something's changed. It would just be, I think, internally useful, and, and I, don't, I don't see any reason why you couldn't share that externally at a fairly high level you're not going to give all the details but you might say oh well we're we're trying a different buy it now arrangement on on one percent of deals to see how that works and okay well i could look that up and say that okay now i understand but there we are so very good i think that's uh, probably time up for us let's quickly uh, look at what's happening in the um in, in the next few days ahead so the reseller remix is um definitely up and running and uh, tickets are for sale uh, anybody's guess when they're going to sell out i don't know what do you think sherry is gonna 400 fairly soon i would have thought gonna sell out i'm guessing yes just because people want to go have a party in las vegas doesn't seem like a large number no ebay open in-person event that would be 2,000 people i would imagine a good percentage of those people would regard the the reseller remix as a substitute i think they would clear those 400 tickets i would guess by the end of july so we'll see what we think on that one also, uh, for those that shop eBay coupons. Yes, the new supplies coupon is available. And to store subscribers, I've already spent mine awesome. on poly mailers and eBay tissue. Tissue, very nice. And uh, just a reminder, we haven't redone it again today. I think we've talked about it in the past. That uh, coming up on the 10th of July, a whole bunch of uh, new USPS postal rates goes into effect. Any one of the uh, shipping sites will provide you with a summary of that. So anyway, that's about it for this week's edition of the Selling on eBay radio show. Philip Jackson here saying thanks so much indeed for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening and have a great fourth. <laughs>